Warning, this podcast is intended for adult audiences only. We discuss sex and sexual relationships in a frank and open manner. We are not marriage and family therapists or sex therapists, and the content provided is for informational and entertainment purposes only. If you are under the age of 18 or do not wish to hear explicit discussions about sex and sexual relationships or adult language, then you shouldn't listen any further. But if you are, well, grab your seat, grab a drink, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of The Accidental Swingers. We're Marina and Tristan, a longtime married professional couple in our early 50s. Kids, dogs, cats, vacations at Disney World, you know, the whole nine yards. But in 2018, we decided, after years of kind of talking about it, to live a non-monogamous lifestyle. But it wasn't that easy, was it? No, it wasn't. You see, we sort of accidentally started swinging. Yeah, we did. And we found our story so humorous and fun that we decided to record and chronicle our journey for ourselves so that we could go back and listen to our adventures. And boy, have we had some adventures. Yeah, we have. In the last few years, we've found that we really love this lifestyle that we've chosen. And it's not only strengthened our marriage, but it's also helped us to grow both as individuals and as a couple. And as we began to go back and listen to our recordings, we realized that others may really benefit from listening to and hearing about our mistakes and our very candid discussions about what we were going through and experiencing. We talk about and we laugh about. We laugh a lot. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we do. We laugh about the mistakes that we've made, the crazy things that we've experienced, and the exciting things that have happened to us. But we also talk very openly and honestly about the tough times, the emotional landmines and pitfalls we had to navigate, some rougher than others. So we thought that we'd create this podcast so that others may gain some perspective or some insight and maybe even learn a lesson or two about what to do and what not to do in their own journeys. And basically, you'll join us on our journey in real time because we will include excerpts of our recordings. Some will be quick outtakes, others will be longer conversations about what we were going through or experiencing at that time. So grab a drink. Or settle into your seat if you're driving. Relax, sit back, and join us as we bumble our way through this adventure that we call The The Lifestyle. Lifestyle. Well, hey, everybody. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Accidental Swingers podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's been a hot minute. It has been. Yeah. So here we are. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's February. February 15th. Yep. And um, we are rolling out. This is our 50th audio episode. Yes. Of the Accidental Swingers podcast. The key being the distinction of audio. Yes. If you'll recall, at the end of episode 49 and during episode 49, we talked about doing our 50th episode on YouTube as a YouTube live. Right, a live which stream. we which we did. Yes, we did. And also in episode forty nine, <laughs> I happen to say, if you don't hear anything about this, that means that it went horribly wrong. <laughs> so that was two months ago. Uh huh. And we haven't produced it on uh, on audio. Right. Here's the thing: it did not go horribly wrong. No. It, was, it was an excellent. I thought it was an excellent live stream. We had a great time. We had a lot of engagement. We did. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. We didn't know what the hell we were doing. We did not. We did not. Oh, we had to shift locations at the last minute, yes. which is fun because so it was, this was right before Christmas. Yeah, it was December fifteenth, I think, or thirteenth, and um, the night before we had scheduled our live stream, I happened to look at the uh, neighborhood flyer to see that our neighbors were holding a block par- a Christmas block party, <laughs> yes. right next door, literally. And our in neighbors. fact, yeah, and in fact, um, our studio. Mm-hmm is on the side of the house that is right next to their house, there was going to be just kids everywhere, uh, Santa coming on a fire truck with speakers and music and just uh, chaos. Right. And so um, we decided that's not going to be the best time to do a YouTube, our, our very, very first, first <laughs> YouTube live stream. So let's pull up stakes. And we went over to Phoenix and Crimson's house uh, the next night. And so we very quickly assembled a makeshift studio and uh and the content is amazing yeah, and right. it's it's a great it's a great live stream they joined us for the second half of it but the problem is that the audio is not good well what happened was we had the two mics and then they joined us right and we didn't have extra mics set up and we didn't know in a live stream how to check that real time right and so it ended up being that when during the live stream, it was fine, mm-hmm. um, but when you try and listen to it as just audio, it's it's very hard to hear. Phoenix and Crimson, because they were further away from the mics, are hard to hear sometimes. So it's it's challenging to listen to it as just audio. Yeah. Um, but if you get the opportunity, you should definitely go check it out on YouTube. It's, it's under, good stuff. Yeah, it's YouTube. It's under. If you go to our channel, click on the live tab because there's a lot of stuff on our channel there's lots of clips and and things and so if you go to the live tab you'll see that live stream 
that's the easiest way to find it. But it is a very good episode. And you guys are used to listening to some of our audio <laughs> that may not be the best because that's what we do. And that's this is kind of similar to that. But we didn't want to – we couldn't release that as just an audio podcast. It was just too challenging to hear. When you're, look, when you're watching it, your brain fills in the gaps because you're watching people and you can see lips and it makes sense. And But it's, it's definitely more challenging when you're trying to listen to it. So we decided to do this instead. If that was 50, this is like 50.1. Right. Or, yeah. There you go. Yes. <laughs> I like that. No, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because this is an addendum. Yes, it's an, exactly. it's an addendum to our live stream. So this is our official uh, episode 50 for the, the audio version of the podcast. Yes. So episode 50, the audio and video is on YouTube. <laughs> but And do go listen to it if you get the chance. We are going to talk about some of the same things today, but but we're going to actually kind of spin off of that a little bit. It was really cool the way that it happened, that people asked questions, and we even had follow-up questions. So we thought we would actually talk about some of those things here that that pull all of that together. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It was a lot of fun, and we got a lot of engagement both during the live stream and then afterwards, uh, almost more so afterwards. Right. And so we assembled a couple of questions. We had many, many questions, some of which we answered during the live stream, but then others that came in afterwards. And so we're going to just kind of talk about some of that stuff. And it brought up some really neat, cool talking points. Right. That are, I think, will make for a great conversation. First, I think we wanted to talk about, though, we have three quick pieces of news. We yes. always like to share what's going on like right now. Some so, really super huge news, in fact. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you guys may have noticed we haven't done a podcast episode in a while. That's changing. We're getting back into the saddle. So you'll start to hear a little bit more from us. So of course, the minute that things started to shift and open for us, things started to kick into high gear for us. So the very first big thing that's happening is, do you want to talk, talk about our weekend? Yeah, care? and actually we did talk about this in episode 49, but I just want to, you know, let's, let's touch back on it again. February 29th through March 3rd, we are co-hosting the parties at Caliente with our friends Kimberly and Steve, who are the founders of the Caliente Facebook Unofficial, fan page, fan page unofficial. unofficial. <laughs> I never get that quite right. So we're going to host a, well, first of all, the, that Thursday, the 29th on Leap Day mm-hmm. is Ladies, ladies night, night, which is always one of oh, my yes, favorite nights at Caliente. Night. Yeah. Yeah. And so we'll be there from Thursday to Sunday. And so uh, Thursday is Ladies Night. Friday, we are co-hosting a meet and greet in the dance club with Kimberly and Steve. And then on Saturday, it's the kings and queens party or king and queen party yeah and which is appropriate right. because that was a fluke yeah because marina and i along with phoenix and crimson are the kings and queens of naughty in new orleans from 2023 right that's going to be a fun night for us yeah. we're all going we're going to wear our crowns we're going <laughs> to wear we're still working on coming up with royal regalia <laughs> to wear but we're going to pimp it out for that. So the other thing too, we're going to be also doing recording. So if you are in the area or if you're thinking about coming to Caliente, you've got two weeks to plan this out. If you want to be here for a weekend, we're going to be there. It's going to be awesome and fun. We're going to be there the whole time. As Tristan said, we're getting there early on Thursday to, to be there for ladies night. But then our meeting, the meet and greet with everybody's Friday, we are going to be recording all weekend long off and on. If you want to be there, if you're there and you want to tell us your story, we would love to record you yes. for the podcast. We've done a couple of episodes and you guys know that the folks that we get to talk to um, are amazing and have amazing stories. So if you are amazing and have an amazing story and you're going to be at Caliente in a few weeks, come and join us and say hello and we will do a little interview with you and maybe you'll be the next guest on the Accidental Swingers podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And we're also going to host a like a private, a little bit closer VIP type meet and greet right. for people who are our listeners and who reach out to us in advance and let us know that, that you're coming. We don't know what that looks like yet. No, but if so if you're going to be there and you're listening to this podcast and you can take a, a moment to reach out to Tristan or myself either on Instagram through our SDC account if you're on SDC or you can email either one of us. Let us know that you're going to be there. We will make sure that we let you know the details for the VIP meet and greet. And that's basically an, another little extra way to say, we know you're listening. We know you're out there. We know that you're here 
because we're here and, and you want to join or you're, you want to be at Caliente the same weekend that we are or whatever that looks like for you, it's our way of saying thank you. So um, we can spend some, a little bit of extra time yeah. with folks and um, we'll see what that, yeah, we're trying to decide where we can do that and find out where we're allowed to, to do that kind of stuff. But we'll have something that's a little bit more intimate and private for, for you guys that are going to be there. So again, if you're going to, if you're thinking about coming, you haven't decided yet. Join us. I think you decide yes. I think you decide yes for yeah. sure. Yeah. Get in my spreadsheet. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Everybody wants interest in spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> this is one way to get in. Uh-huh. There are others, but this is one way for sure. <laughs> So that's the first weekend in March, and then we just, like, within the last couple of hours... <laughs> really? I know. We haven't finalized... Well, we, are, yeah. we finalized that we're going. We just yeah. haven't, you know, the actual travel details aren't, but we're going to Hito. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we I'm are. Five, we've, babe. We've never five, been to Hito no. before. We are thrilled and excited to go to Hito. So this opportunity to participate in Kinky Caribbean, which is holding one of their weeks, uh, June, June 1st through 8th. And they reached out to us and said, would the four of you like to come down and participate in this event and visit Hito and um, possibly, who knows what, do some other things. Maybe we branch out into doing some other stuff. But um, this is a, a an event that we were very excited to attend. It's got a kinky side. It's got the swinger side. It sounds very swinky, mm, <laughs> if you yeah. ask me. Yeah. So Phoenix is the only one out of the four of us that have been, and he yeah. went for a he actually went for a rope a kink conference event similar to this one. So we're going to be there yes. the first week of June. If you guys want to join us, there are still rooms available, and we asked the people at Kinky Caribbean if they would give us a code to give a little bit of a discount, and they offered to give a $200 discount. It's not a lot, but it's a little bit. Maybe pays for your bus fare over, you know, from the airport to the to the resort. I forget how much that costs, but they're going to give a $200 discount for a double room, and you have until April 1st to take advantage of that uh through today through April 1st. But if you would like to come, if you're planning on a trip to Hito or you're thinking about it, um, that first week of June, we're going to be there. So it would be amazing to spend time with you there. Again, same rules always apply. If you're going, let us know. Yes. Because then we will find you and we will have dinner with you or we will have drinks with you or we plan to meet you at the Tiki Bar, whatever that looks like. Let us know that you're going to be there and we will meet you. And I'll, I'll tell you, we are fun to hang out with, but I, I can guarantee you we're going to be a lot more fun to hang out with in Jamaica. We've <laughs> never been. So. Yeah, I know. I would say I hope so. Yeah. I've oh, been no, to the Bahamas. I, I've never I, even I'm, been to Jamaica I'm at all. I'm fairly certain that we're going to be more so? fun in Jamaica. You think so? Even more fun than we are here. Wow. Oh, yeah. That's, oh. A, big, that's a big bill to fill. Big um, shoes to fill. Yes. Yeah. Well, we just, we literally green lighted this last night. We're, this is not 24 hours old even, that, and this popped up two days ago. So we're really, really excited about it and uh, and how that's all kicking into place. And then right after that trip, if you can't make it the beginning of the June, but you want to do something at the end of June, guess what, people? Naughty, Naughty in New Orleans. Orleans. <laughs> that's right. And so um, we're gearing up for that. Yes, you know, already. In case you don't know, I, Marina, am the Naughty Head Mistress this year. And so I am uh, working with the folks, the presenters and the education side of things to uh, help people come and do presentations there at Naughty in New Orleans. So I have a little bit of an inside scoop as to what's going on. So I thought I'd give a quick, you know, a bonus is that you get a little bit of an inside scoop for Naughty in New Orleans. Don't tell anybody that, you know, keep this to yourselves. Okay, so I will tell you a couple of important things. The Astor Hotel, if you're planning on going, the Astor Hotel is already 90% sold out. Yeah, and both it's February hotels, 15th, as yeah, we said. Both hotels will definitely sell out. So if you want to go this year, you want to make sure that you do that now. If you haven't decided, decide now. This is the time. The event is either at the Astor, well, it's at the Astor and at the Nopsy. Um, the Nopsy Hotel is the other hotel that we used last year as well. It's a little bit more boutique-y. So... The way that you can kind of think about it, there are events, everything is going on at both places. So there will be education at both places. There will be dungeon at both places. There will be dance parties at both places. There will be pool availability at both places, but things will be a little bit different. And playrooms at both places. A playroom, thank you. Yes, playrooms at both places. Yes. Did I forget anything else? Playrooms are the important part for me. Yeah. Well, basically, it's the same thing at each space, but each space is a little bit different. So the Nopsy, if you prefer a little bit more of a boutique-y kind of feel to that hotel, the rooms are a little bit more boutique-y. They're a little bit more expensive, 
not a ton, 20 or 30 bucks a night, maybe. But the hotel's a little bit smaller. So it has a different vibe to it. It's a little bit, I don't want to say fancier. Boutique is the best word that I can yeah, kind of it's come a, up with. It's a beautiful hotel. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And then the Aster. So it'll be a little bit quieter. I think it'll be a little bit more quiet because it's just not as big. And so a little bit more intimate in that sense. But then the Aster, which is obviously a big hotel, there'll be a lot of activity and stuff there. But you have access to everything. So you can be staying at the Aster, but you can do spend all your time at the Nopsy. That is yeah, totally fine yeah. and vice versa. It's totally fine. But I just wanted to let everybody know that if you want to stay at the Aster, then that hotel is basically about 90% already sold out. So within the next month, it will definitely be gone. So if you have your heart set at staying at the Aster, go ahead and get your tickets now. But everything else, like I said, is going to be the same. There'll be, you know, we do our two evening parties at the Aster every night, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. There will also be party at the Nopsy every single night, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. They're, they only have one ballroom, so we do one party over there. And then also the pool parties is the only other thing that I know right now that there's a definite difference. The pool parties will be at the Nopsy. That is where the actual DJ and the folks will be. Uh, you can be topless at the Nopsy at the pool party, ladies. So just so you know, gents, you too, you can be topless <laughs> at the party at the Nopsy, but they sell alcohol there, so you cannot be naked during an entire hotel takeover at the Aster at the pool where there is no alcohol being sold, you can be naked because we are taking over the entire hotel. You can't do that. Don't show up during Mardi Gras and be like, what? There's no alcohol here. I can be naked. Naked. No, you can't. But during our takeover event, you can be. So if you want naked pool side, there's, there's be music playing on the speakers and stuff like that, but it doesn't have a bar and whatever, but you can be naked there. So that's pretty cool too. And then we'll have evening entertainment, not just the dance parties at both places. It's going to be it's amazing. It's shaping up to be just amazing. So uh, if you don't have your tickets yet and you want to go, this year it's a little bit different. It's the last week of June. So it's the 26th through the 30th versus normally the first week or so of, of uh, July. So it's a little bit earlier this year. So I think that's all for my Marina Insider update. Again, don't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, that was an amazing insider update, and uh, I learned did some I miss, things. Yeah. I know. Did I miss anything? Yeah, I, I mean, know we, I, I'm often in the room when you're having your, <laughs> your internal calls, and and you know, but uh, yeah, that, I know that's some good info. Yeah, I just wanted to kind of share with everybody because yeah. it's really cool. I'm really yeah, this excited. is such an important. I mean, we just love this event so much, and you know, for those of us who have listened to us for a long time, you know, that was our first huge event. Yeah. Our first really big event was Naughty in New Orleans in 2018. And what episodes are those? It's like seven, eight. Eight, nine, and ten. Eight, nine, and eight, ten. Nine, and yeah, ten. eight, nine, yeah. and ten. Our oh, very, yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, go back and listen to those yeah. if you're thinking of coming. Um, by the way, it was that one. Everybody always comments about the way that I talk and chew through the entire recording of that. And I always try to remind people it was four o'clock in the morning and I never intended for anybody to listen to this. This yep. was for me and Tristan. And so I'm, yes, I'm eating fried chicken. <laughs> We've been sleep deprived. <laughs> and I fall asleep in the middle of talking. Yes. And nights, so. It's a fun, it's a fun uh, trio of episodes to listen to for sure. Yeah. But if you want to come, yeah. uh, go to our website. We have a link and you can buy your package through us. We get a little bit of affiliate income to help. and But the big thing about if you order through us, if you get your package through us, is we are going to have a VIP meet and greet. We're going to be hosting the first bar takeover at the drinkery on Wednesday, that Wednesday at 3 o'clock. But outside of that, like at some point, we're going to have just a you know a little get together for our VIP members. And it'll be someplace that they'll give us some space. But if you sign up through us, then you're automatically on the list for that in my spreadsheet for that. Yeah. Another, mm -hmm. yeah, another way. Are yes. you marking the ways to get into <laughs> Trisha's spreadsheet? <laughs> yeah, absolutely for sure. And the other thing I was going to say, oh, we are also going to be doing, if you don't know what Naughty is about and you've never been to Naughty in New Orleans or you haven't had the opportunity to ask your, your questions about what is it like, Tristan and I are going to be doing some guides to Naughty with one of my my buddies at the at naughty events my my teammate and we're going to be doing kind of an orientation about uh we're gonna do this on zoom in the next month we're going to do a couple of them so if you've been but you have friends that are interested in going and they don't know if they're sure um encourage them be on the lookout it'll be definitely on our socials we will 
advertise it. It'll go out in the Naughty Events newsletter that we're having this Zoom call for everybody to participate in. So we'll be talking about what the event is like, and then we'll have an opportunity for you to ask your questions about what you think. And so Tristan and I do this often for our community members that are coming to the event that have never been before, and we'll hold a an orientation that talks about what do you expect, what happens from the moment that you get there, from the moment to the moment that you leave. And then we tell you what we think is important that you do or don't do, or the important things to make sure you hit or don't hit. And then, um, and then again, like I said, answer all your questions. So we'll be doing a couple of those coming up, um, this month and next month. Yeah. And those are a lot of fun. Yeah, those are. Yeah. Yeah. And you come ask your questions. Right. Yeah. So that's great. All right. Well, let's get on to this stuff though. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. So what we thought we would do tonight is kind of just do an overview of what we talked about during the live stream, which essentially, because our YouTube followers are relatively new to us and don't necessarily know our story, we did talk a lot about our our origin story. And so for listeners to our podcast, you know, you know that. Um, if you've or, gone back, yeah. And... Or if you're just if you're just coming in now, uh, then we'll guide you to episode two, right? Uh, or to the to the live stream where we talk a little bit about it. But there's no need to, no need to rehash that now. We had amazing engagement uh, during our uh, live stream, and so there were several questions asked that just spurred some amazing conversation that we alluded to earlier, and then questions that came in afterwards. And so I think that we what we would like to do is to just talk about some of those topics that came mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Right. Because we did have, like I said, you said amazing questions during, but then also people followed up with right. us afterwards, which was really, really cool. And actually followed up on what we discussed you know, so the questions were asked, yeah. we, we answered, and then there were follow-ups to that even. Right. So there yeah. was a lot of engagement. It was, it was really amazing. And so it was, it was a cool experience. So we just want to kind of touch on some of the topics that uh, that came up during that. And the first one, these are actual emailed questions that we got. And so... Mm-hmm. Um, or they were, or they were asked during the yeah, event, yeah, mm-hmm. or during the, yeah, mm-hmm. or variations on them, right? Or they got, were in the chat group and we didn't quite get to them, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. They came in a couple of different iterations. But one of the first ones is, what are some of the common misconceptions about the swinger lifestyle that you feel need to be addressed more openly? Right. So, what are some of those? <laughs> well, I, you know, and in the live stream, my first thought was, and and this always comes up right. for me when I'm asked this question, is uh, I think one of the most primary misconceptions that other people have is that there's something inherently broken or wrong about our relationship. Right. That we have to do this in order to, you know, become fulfilled. We can't become fulfilled with each other. We have to go outside of our marriage for sexual fulfillment, for gratification, emotional fulfillment, you know, whatever it may be, which may be true for some people. Right. But certainly not for us and not for the people that we know intimately. Right. In fact, quite the opposite. I've said many, many times that if you have a broken relationship, this is not a way to repair it. If your relationship is strong and if you have great communication skills, this can be an incredibly relationship enhancing and relationship building lifestyle. But if there's any, you know, any fissures, any problems, those are going to be magnified and while people can use the communication skills that are required for success in this lifestyle to enhance their relationship and possibly repair a broken relationship, if that's your goal coming in, it's going to be a very slippery slope. Mm-hmm. It's a very dangerous way to you know, to try to repair that, and it's probably going to fail. Right. It's, it's a, an emotional hobby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so it's an emotionally charged hobby and so absolutely for us you're right that is such a big key is that not only is our relationship not broken it wasn't broken when we even started talking about this which helped us build an incredibly strong foundation because we came to it from a very healthy place right a very solid place and then we said well we can't risk this solid foundation so what do we do to make sure do we protect this? Which then in turn wound up building a relationship to an even stronger level. Which I don't, we could never have even imagined. Right, exactly. I don't think we could have. Exactly. I think another misconception is that clearly we're morally corrupt. <laughs> <laughs> clearly. <laughs> well, well, you know, we get, this is the thing that, so I, 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 a lot of people, some people have heard this story, but like when I told my 
parent about the fact what we were doing, the comment back was, the comment back was, how could you do that? You're not divorced. And it was like, so I'm supposed to divorce Tristan to be able to still have sex with Tristan? Like I didn't quite, you know, and so that there was something morally wrong with that, that piece of it. And you guys, everybody, you listeners understand what that is. But also we've heard from other people that we're close to that um, we don't do that kind of thing. That is not who, what our family does or, you know, not how we live our lives. I think that was actually kind of more it. So that's not how we live our lives. And I, and I, and I disagree. I don't think that that is a, uh, I don't think that we are morally corrupt. I think we just live our lives differently. Our authentic life is a little bit different than others. And I don't know where the, I can see where some people might say that's a moral issue, but is it if we're open and honest and sharing and yeah. And doing this ethically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. With each other's full support and. Yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. And, you know, everybody's conception of morality and ethics are going to vary. And, you know, there are schools of thought out there that say there there is no variance. There is one way to be moral and one way to be ethical. And we don't subscribe to that. And if. To their rule. There's one way if you follow the, whatever, right. whatever's rule that is. Right. But, um, you know, I, I, we kind of forge our own path and we feel great about ourselves and our lives and, and how we live it and uh, with no regrets. So to me, that, that wins. Right. <laughs> I mean, we have no regrets. We sometimes feel badly mm-hmm. if people don't want to take the time to understand or they hold that against us and it wipes out everything else. If you can't have a relationship with us because of this tiny little piece of what we do in our free time behind closed doors. Yeah. And we've actually not behind closed doors that actually become quite in front of everybody, yeah. but people in 130 country, countries yeah, listen to uh, besides us. <laughs> that piece, I guess that is maybe that's a piece of it too. It's like not only are we doing this, but we're telling the world about it. But I would try to explain to people we talk to the world about it because we want other people to feel comfortable and confident mm-hmm. in their decisions as well. So, yeah, um, and we have run into that where yeah. people you know, basically, um, you know, people that we have known and loved have ghosted us. Yeah. Because of, of our choice of lifestyle. And that's okay. Yeah. And, it makes and, me it sad, but it, it makes me sad, but yeah. it works for them. And it works for us in the sense that we're still free to do what we want to do. And yep. we know we're okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fist bump. Yeah, another one. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's a big one. Mm-hmm. That is a big one. One of the other questions that came in was Tristan mentioned, and this is in the live stream, Chris, uh, Tristan mentioned a framework for analysis around jealousy, for analyzing jealousy. Could you delve deeper into that and perhaps provide an example of how it has applied in your relationship? And I like to approach life with multiple frameworks of analyses. (laughs) And so (laughs) those of you who know me Mm -hmm. know that that's the case. Mm -hmm. And so that's how I approach problems. And jealousy is a problem. And but my first level of analysis is like, what am I even feeling? Because one of the one of the basic tenets that you and I have developed after you know reading the book The Ethical Slut is that jealousy in it, in and of itself isn't really an emotion. It's just kind of a an amalgam of 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 many uncomfortable feelings, or you know, one or many uncomfortable feelings. And so, for me to attack jealousy, the first thing for me to to understand is what exactly am I feeling? I can call it jealousy, but it's really something more precise. And, you know, what is that un- uncomfortable feeling that I'm, that I'm feeling? And so it's not an independent emotion. And so for me, I mean, it could be multiple things, but for me in particular, it's usually the fear of missing out. I'm a big FOMO um, guy. And fear of loss is another Another thing that really troubles me that makes me feel uncomfortable that could be labeled jealousy. For me, those are the primary two. Mm -hmm. And anytime I get an uncomfortable feeling that I could be labeled as jealousy, it's usually some some, um, distillation of fear. And I kind of, in my general life, you know, I've had a lot of fear in my life. And, but when I really stop and think about it, it kind of comes down to those two things. And, and fear to me is a very destructive and a very, uh, just, a, I mean, it can be helpful. It can keep you safe, but on the, on the whole, fear is a very destructive force. And so in the last six years that we've been in this lifestyle, 
I've taken this as an opportunity to kind of chip away at some fears. And with respect to you, with respect to Crimson, you know, the, the two women that I love the most in my life, whenever I feel jealousy around either of you, it really comes down to one of those two things, mostly missing out. It's when one of you goes off and has a play date by yourself and I'm not invited and I'm just sitting at home and I'm, you know, like, oh, shit, I'm missing out. Well, that makes me feel bad. Fear of loss is a bigger one but that I don't feel as much now. Right. I never feel it with you. I know you're not going anywhere. I don't feel it with her anymore. I know she's not going anywhere. You know, we love, we all love each other. And so it's, I'm not worried that she's going to find somebody that she likes more than me. But for people who don't have that foundation, either with their spouse or with their, as we call them, other significant others, mm-hmm. uh, that that's a huge thing. And um, so I feel completely comfortable in these relationships where that's concerned. So it really just comes down to the to the missing out piece. Uh, other things that you and I have talked about is a fear of not being enough. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, maybe somebody does something better or... Exactly. Has a better body, Mm -hmm. bigger dick, whatever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm less concerned about that now than I would have been five or six years ago. I'm pretty confident in, in, you know, who I am and and what I can do, which is an outgrowth of the lifestyle itself, part of the personal growth that I've experienced. But that's something that other people may, you know, may deal with. Because we're at about six years in now. Yeah. As a matter of fact. Yeah. (laughs) The sixth anniversary of our first play date the, no well the, the first kind of oh, sexy the car date, date. Yeah, yeah the uber ride date is coming up in about a week yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So, everybody knows i'm big into anniversaries <laughs> right so six years yeah that means the sixth year anniversary of our first play date is right around the that's corner that's right that's right so when we became Mid-March. swingers yeah. <laughs> yeah. but i think that's the swingerversary observed versus the swingers. that's right yes. right <laughs> Honored, whatever honored, it is, yeah, yeah, the actual day. But I think the difference is, you know, that time does really add a lot to it. Time, experience, things like that. And our jealousy has become so much easier to pick up on for our own selves, acknowledge, introspect on to figure out what what's really going on. We've gotten so much better at that. And we've also gotten so much better at allowing each other the space and the time to work through whatever it is. And we've talked about this multiple times, and we will continue to talk about it. But that is a gift that I don't know that we could have done that without kind of going through this process together. But to be able to say, you know, I do have a problem, but I can't talk about it right now, because I need to kind of figure it out. And to be okay with your spouse to be able to say, okay, I'm here if you need me. Because that can be really hard. And you're not sure if you did something wrong or whatever. And you just have to trust that your spouse is going to fill you in if you need to be filled in, whatever all that is. And that's that's a big piece of that jealousy and trust and vulnerability. Because you have to be able to let it go. Mm-hmm. And, and, and just... Uh, you know, a lot of times if you're mad or upset or whatever, and I'm like, is there anything I can do? And you're like, nope, not right now. I'm like, okay. But I still, we still have tension or whatever, because you're going through something. I go through stuff a lot lately, same type of thing. You just know you have to give me some space. It still can be uncomfortable space, but we still trust each other that that's okay. And if something is horribly wrong, we're going to talk about it. And I don't know that seven years ago, we'd have been okay with that. Like, no, 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 we're talking right now, and it's whether it's good timing, bad timing, whatever, and we're going to hash it out, and that's when fights happen, and that's when, because you don't even know yourself what you're mad about, and I don't know that we would have, I think we've gotten a lot better Mm -hmm. at that type of stuff, at ferreting out those issues. Right. First of all, you know, when I say jealousy is not its own independent standalone emotion i'm not minimizing it any way right I mean, no it, it's, it's very strong as fuck. It, oh yeah absolutely it's one of the strongest i mean it's one of the strongest uncomfortable feelings that that you can have all i'm saying is that isolate it and focus on it and see what exactly is creating that uncomfortable feeling secondly you know when you talk about and we've talked about this you know interpersonally a lot lately when you give me that time or I give you that time and we just kind of ruminate independently on things, 
that's very different from sweeping things under the rug. That's oh, not a, right. that's not at all what it is. Right, yeah, it's no. us li- really doing work independently on ourselves and with ourselves that we can then circle back up at another time. Right. If necessary. It, it may not always be necessary because we may say, you know what? Yeah, I don't, that's that Yeah, I've worked through that yeah, in my own self. Right. Yeah. What else about anything else though about your your jealousy framework? Yeah, and so basically First of all, I try to isolate what the actual uncomfortable feeling is, and then I try to determine what's triggering it. You know, what, what what's causing me to feel this way? Whether it's fear of loss, right? So what's you know, or fear of, more presciently the, the the fear of missing out. Well, what is it? And it's all right. So you know, Crimson has a date that I wasn't invited to. Or you have a date that I wasn't invited to. Well, that's the trigger. So then I think about well, how am I how am I reacting to that trigger? And am I reacting in a rational way or am I reacting in an immature way or, you know, is there a better way that I could be reacting to it? Uh, And often it is me doing exactly what we were just talking about, just, you know, my own introspection to think about those things, you know, and what's the best way to, you know, to how can I address this in an adult way? And, you know, what am I really feeling here And, and why am I feeling it? And which is kind of going back to the first question, you know, what's the trigger? And then ultimately the way that I cope is to reassure myself that, all right, whatever this is that's causing it, and you know, it's, it's going to be okay because ultimately you're not going anywhere. Right. She's not going anywhere. And it's just me kind of looking at things holistically and realizing, okay, this is a small little blip. And yeah, I'm uncomfortable. And this is why I'm uncomfortable. Is it really a huge deal in the big picture? No, it probably isn't. And so then it's just reassuring myself that no, it really isn't. And everything's going to be fine. And I still have these women that I love. And everything, you know, and then, and then looking at the totality of, of my life and, and, or, you know, just the, the holistic nature of what an amazing, journey I'm on with mm-hmm. all of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever that little thing is that I didn't get invited to is not that big of a fucking deal. And so that's how I, you know, that doesn't mean that I won't be a dick for a few days because <laughs> I might take that. Point taken. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I mean, seriously. It, it, oh, I know. Yeah. I know. I live with it, honey. I do know. <laughs> but you know, I'm working on that. I think the, the key piece is when you get to the point where you can actually start talking about the things that are causing those jealous moments. And I think for us, that vulnerability of being able to say, I'm having a jealous moment because of my fear of missing out or whatever that is, to be able to say to your partner, and this is for you listeners, as you guys work through this process, to be able to say to your partner, I need to be vulnerable with you for a minute, which is a a good way or whatever your code word or your code phrase is for, hey, um, don't judge me or don't roll your eyes or whatever it makes to, you know, to set you in that mindset and then be able to say, I need to tell you why I, you know, I experienced this emotion and, and this is why, or this is what happened and this is why I experienced it. And let, and just say to the person, I just need a little bit of reassurance. I know it's so silly, but I know I have said this to you before that I've said, I just need you to come by and give me an extra kiss or make sure you pay me a little bit of extra attention. I know it's just me being needy, but I just really feel like I'm going to need some extra attention at the house party today. So just can you can you make sure that you go do a sweep every 20 minutes and find me whatever that looks like and we've done that with each yeah. other and that makes a huge difference because and guess what eventually you don't need that anymore or you trust with whatever it is or your partner is honoring you with whatever that request is because my relationship with you is more important than whatever's happening at that house party and if we can work on something that's a win-win and you're going to feel okay with it even if I'm playing or whatever that is how do we make that work for each other and I think that's key too. You have to be able to, again, it's all about the communication, communication, communication. And that's something that I'm not good at because I find it very difficult to ask for what I need a lot of times. And that's, and to hear you say it that succinctly mm-hmm. is like, well, no shit. Yeah. But, uh, but that, that's, that's news to me and, but it makes perfect sense. Right. And I, and I know that you do that, and, right. <laughs> but I, but I don't do it back and I should. If you need it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 
maybe do you view that as a girl thing that maybe I'm being like, oh, I need a little bit of extra TLC? No, and... not really. Okay. Yeah, I'm not hung up on that. Yeah. But uh... And it might be you don't even know that you need it yourself. No, either. no, that, that, that's my point. Oh, yeah. okay. That's my point. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that's a great, yeah. Yeah. So that's so some interesting. Rev- there's a revelation. There right you there. go. Boom. Boom. Mic drop. <laughs> You heard it You're never first. too old to learn any of this <laughs> stuff. But I think, but it changes also because that might not have been something that you needed a couple of years ago with whatever, you know, everything's cyclical. And and, and I need it less with you than I do with right, Crimson. Right. Yeah. Right. But when we first started. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, you know, we were glued to each other's side right. because it was terrifying and, and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it changes and your needs are going to change. And so circle back and say let's talk about where we are now what's going to be different what's you know what's happening those are all great ways to help your relationship continue to grow yeah Yeah, and and it's that very vulnerability and that very depth of conversation that is the the relationship enhancing component of this that we talk about all the time yeah yeah because that builds the trust and so part of that also, I was going to say the next question actually was something about this one. Oh, so Marina, you talked about your insecurities. Mm-hmm. How do you work through those feelings in such an open and shared relationship setting? So I was going to say, because that's very similar kind of talking that dovetails into this. So we talked about um, the jealousy piece of it. My insecurities were much more physical a lot of times, body image issues, I'm an incredibly tall woman. I'm taller than a lot of the other women. That doesn't, people think that's awesome. (laughs) It could be awful. So I'm taller than a lot of the men out there. That can be very intimidating. And so that, you know, I have a lot of issues that I had to work through myself. Things like, you know, I... I didn't expect to share my entire life story about how my body is changing with the world, but I'm of an age where the ladies' bodies start to change and do things because we're moving into the next cycle of our lives. (laughs) And so all of those types of things and all of those are huge insecurities for me, huge. Like my libido dropping is not okay. And you and I have had conversations about this. Like it's awful for me. And that is a huge vulnerability and a huge insecurity. And I'm still working through that. I have great days and I have days where I'm like, are you kidding me? I have to put on a skirt and makeup where I'd just rather, you know, sit in a tank top and and sweatpants. And then there's other days where I'm like, yeah, let's go. Let's do it. You know, and I don't know when those things are going to happen. So anyways, a lot of those different types of insecurities. So how do I manage that in these open relationships is that I have to force myself to be very open and honest with you and with Phoenix about really where I am. Because I know that if I try to force myself into a situation where I'm not there right now mentally, it's going to go badly. And I have to respect that for myself and ask for that respect from both of you guys and all four of us, actually. Crimson's part of, I mean, we're all part of a team. And so, again, communication, trust, and knowing that the safety and security of being in a loving relationship with this quad that that we're in because even though people may not agree I know everybody has my back and so if we can't make it work how do we make it work for each other like if Marina's really not in the mood I mean sometimes I suck it up and I go everybody else wants to go I do it man we do it but sometimes there's not sometimes it's like you and I let's just stay home we're we're not going to do xyz or Phoenix and I will go do something else while you and Crimson go do something all of those things, again, it, it's the same type of thing. It just it boils down into communication and having your own sense of safety to be vulnerable. And we've worked really hard on that. Mm-hmm. And we, the four of us work really hard in, on it in our own relationships with each other and with the square. We call ourselves a square because even when we have disagreements within the four of us, we have to be vulnerable to talk about it because it's toxic. So it's um it's been a crazy learning experience, but you have to be even more out there. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, it's been challenging. But that's called being human. That's well, called I, being human, human being. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, and, and all of these things are difficult enough just in regular life, but then you add on top this lifestyle, which, you know, creates all kinds of possibilities for you know, for things to trigger all of this, much more so than a, in a regular vanilla life. And then you add on other partners, 
and other intimate partners and close partners and, and, you know, the loving relationship that we have within our square, there's a lot that can blow up. And so, you know, it just, it creates an opportunity for us to all grow incredibly as, as individuals and as couples and as a foursome. It's really a really unusual and amazing dynamic Mm -hmm. that we have. So we're very fortunate. So the last question that we have highlighted here is finally looking back at your early podcast episodes and experiences, what advice would you give to couples who are just starting to explore the swinger lifestyle now? Which I think is a great question because the majority of our listeners are like brand new people. And well, let's put it this way. At least the majority of the people who reach out to us. Right. And we love it when people reach out to us and thank you and and please, you know, keep doing so. But the people who who reach out to us and want to talk to us or come up to us at Caliente or Naughty New Orleans or wherever tend to be the newer folks, which is very heartening and humbling for me. It also feels like feels like there's a lot of responsibility. Right, we're here because of you. I want to say no. Yeah, we've heard that many many times, (laughs) which is great on the one hand, but then we think, oh shit, what if it goes badly? If it goes wrong, if it goes horribly wrong, yeah. No, yeah, I love this question Uh also, and I think the advice that I would give to people who want to explore this lifestyle, and is that. Don't be afraid to talk about it if it's something that you think that you want to explore. We've talked about this multiple times in other episodes around other things. You don't actually have to have sex with other people to be in the lifestyle. Yeah, and to enjoy the lifestyle. And to enjoy the lifestyle. lifestyle. Yes. And so if that is not your bag, but you love to be with people who are authentic and who are a little bit more open and who are a little bit free, and maybe you like to watch, or maybe you like to, you know, be an exhibitionist, you, there are so many different levels and layers and the lifestyle community, the way that we have experienced the lifestyle community has been so rewarding and we have made so many amazing relationships and friendships and we talk about it all the time you meet a lifestyle couple and you start talking and you have a level of intimacy already even though you hardly know these people because you share something that is so intimate and so don't be afraid to even talk about what that might look like or being able to you're not gonna I want to say you're not gonna offend your partner by saying let's try something different you might I so I'm, I'm backing on that a little bit but to be able to say there's other interesting, fun, and exciting things out there, and there's ways to explore them. And yeah, and so pick a pick a podcast that you listen to, this one, somebody else's, any others, and just say, hey, I found this really interesting episode. Oh my God, this came across my feed, and it was fascinating listening to these people talk about this. Like, can you believe it? Or yeah, these are just normal people. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen them? Well, look what they look like. <laughs> they, this is not Barbie and Ken. These are just our like next door neighbors. Or like a watch a, a hot steamy movie or, you know, be reading, a, read a sexy hot novel and say, oh my God, I just want to read you this passage about how these two people had sex and this person was watching through the window or watching, you know, because they were out in public or I don't know what. But there's lots of different ways that you can start those conversations that can become conduits to even deeper, more exploratory things like, you know, what do we think about this type of stuff? What do you think about going to a place like hedonism or desire where you can just go and watch? You don't have to participate. You don't have to. It's not like it's mandatory. It's whatever level you want to be at. Right, exactly. So that's what I would say. And to piggyback on that, that's a perfect segue into what I was going to say, which is go at at a comfortable pace Mm -hmm. and go at a pace that's comfortable for whomever is the slowest in in the couple and don't push. Right. And, you know, I, I would also have to say don't, necessarily do it the way that we did it yeah i agree it was you know i mean the way that ours was like a perfect our story is like a perfect storm of just it all came together right right but i can't imagine that happening all that often and and so i you got to talk about it we we didn't talk we you know now we had years of kind of skirting around the edges of talking about it but we never really directly talked about jumping into jumping into lifestyle and i think that's very important and that's something that we I hope we don't gloss over and that, you know, you really need to talk about this. We probably... On a much deeper level than we did. I, th- I think 
we do gloss over it a little bit because it happened accidentally for us. But what we probably we don't tell everybody is those three weeks in between Mm -hmm. in between the sexy date and the first play date That's when we did all the work we did a ton of work like i am not kidding uh tristan would walk in through the door into the door in the evening and we would sit down and we would start talking about it and we would read profiles and we would talk about what that looked like we would listen to podcasts we would talk about what that meant we would talk about okay if this scenario happens what would you do and we we tried to hash out tons of different scenarios okay so what happens if this happens and this happens and of course I'm sure if we had recordings of those conversations, we would laugh our asses off hysterically now because whatever we said then has nothing to do with what happens now six years later. But that's what we did. We talked a lot. We dreamt a lot. We daydreamed about what could possibly happen and the scenarios and all the different things. And so we really got comfortable with it within ourselves in our own space, I think, before we went out and and started to to dive into it. The other thing that we definitely do gloss over and we don't talk about is the hard, hard, hard work that we put in. We, You guys hear our sex stories. You don't hear the fact that it took four weeks from meeting, say, Louie, you know, uh, on a meet and greet, you know, or at a, on the, on a SLS or SDC or whatever, to finally going to a dinner, to doing that, to do it, you know, it, it can it take takes a, a lot. It of takes work. a lot of work, and it takes a lot of duds. You're not hearing about all of the duds. Right. You're not hearing about all the things that were negative because we don't want to be negative of people. If it was a bad night for them, we don't talk about a lot of those. We talk about some of the funnier ones. We don't talk about anything that was really painful or where we really didn't click. That it was just awful. We had those moments. We had those things. Those are there, but. We don't want to harp on them. So I don't want to do a disservice to make everybody think that everything was always peaches and cream. We went into quite a few meetups and we were like, oh, fuck. Like, how do we get out of here? <laughs> and we can't. And you got to make, you got to just kind of get through dinner or whatever it is, order a couple of extra drinks. We never had a good signal, so we could never get out of it easily. You, you guys don't get to hear a lot of those stories because it gets old and boring and who wants to hear about all that stuff. But we worked really hard. We spent a ton of time. It really did. I looked at something the other day and, and um, I think it was on FET, FET Life, and it talked about, oh, you know, how you live your lifestyle. And it's like, oh, when I can, I don't even know what it was on vacation. It's a hobby or I live it 24 seven or whatever. And when we first got into the lifestyle, I mean, it consumed us mm-hmm. and because we loved it. Yeah. It was like a brand new hobby. And so, and that's okay. And, you know, it was totally well, fine. You know, incredibly rewarding for all of the reasons that we talked exactly. about earlier. And exactly. So for some people, they might view that as being, you know, like wholly consumed in an unhealthy way. I see it the complete opposite way. It was energizing for us. Right. And it still is. And it still charges us and has and resulted in the incredible growth within us and within our relationship. But that's us. Right. And that, you know, your mileage may vary, but it's, this is not a one size fits all lifestyle. But the point is really incredibly important that this isn't easy, right. but it's worth it. Well, for us, it's worth right. it. Right. Right. And it's so not easy that. We still have oh, problems yeah, meeting sure. people and having sex oh, yeah. with them. So, and, yeah. and, you know, I mean, not to say, hey, we're Marina and Tristan. We don't walk in the door going, yo, we're here. Matter of fact, we usually don't talk about it at all. Right. <laughs> if people don't know who we are, we don't, we don't talk no, about it. No, we it. don't. So, because that's not, I don't want someone to want to have sex with me just because I'm who I am. I want them to have sex with me because we have a connection and it's exciting and there's energy and holy cow. Right. Um, but yeah, it's, it's still, no, we, I, I'm going to say, as, <laughs> I'll say that we, our conversion ratio is much less now than it was before but in, it's in the cyclical. sense that, because we're, I mean, we're, we're also, we're not going out and meeting as many people as we used to. A lot of the reasons why we haven't been releasing podcasts as, right. as frequently, just, you know, the, our lives have gotten incredibly busy right. and our personal lives have gotten, you know, complicated. Yeah. But, um, but that's life. No, that's just life. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which is also another important, you know, that's actually another important piece of advice yeah, is that life is going to get in the way. Yeah. yeah. Your kids are going to need yeah. something. And guess guess what? what? Yeah. They're more important. <laughs> yeah. 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 Or you have to do something for work. Guess right. what? That's more important. It's more important. Yeah. yeah. Or your family, yeah. your parent needs you or you have to go somewhere and you have to cancel your hot date. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you got to do that. And that's been coming up for us a lot. Yeah. In the last 
yeah certainly last year and a half yeah definitely so but that yeah that's also yes. a very, very so it is hard important yep. piece of it you hear you know podcasts you hear a lot of the good stuff because that's what we want to talk about that's what people want to hear they want to hear the fun stories and things like that but it's important to understand if you're struggling you're struggling because we all struggle everybody does and that's why Tristan and I felt it really important to talk about and to to share our personal pitfalls when we were the ones that had issues or problems in our stories, like where we did something wrong, or we messed up our communication, or we didn't do something right, and and not harp as much on just bad dates, you know, so because those things happen, they just weren't great, you know, for whatever reason. But yeah, it's challenging. And it's a lot of work. And we loved it. And we still love it. We still do. So you know, there are times where we're going to a party or, you know, all four of us go to a lot of events together. And so even just reading profiles, you know, can be fun. Still, sometimes you'll, there'll be, you're our, our profile um, messenger reader. And so when I'm not in the mood, you don't bring me things to show me. And then unless a, a incredibly great couple comes along or a great gentleman comes along and, and then sometimes I'll sit together and go, Hey, who's been writing to us lately? And we'll sit on the sofa and you'll go through this person, this person here, this, and it's, it's a way for us to share stuff and grow like, Oh yeah, we, we met them there and they're also going to be at this party and they were a great couple and Oh yeah, whatever that was. Or, you know, Ooh, look at this couple. We might want to, let's look for them when we're out and whatever, sparks your interest you know but we still talk about those things i know you and crimson go through when you're looking at stuff too and say "Ooh, that's a cute couple or whatever you know so those are those are fun ways to use it as a bonding time with each other and also i think when we first started in lifestyle we used it a lot as what do you like like we we didn't know what we liked either but it was like we would come home from dates and like oh my god like this happened or uh, this person who I never thought I would like a redhead and she was just amazing redhead or I don't know what, you know, I never would shit. have said that. I know I'm making I shit up. Heads. I know you love if they have a pulse and they're breathing. <laughs> that is my litmus test for Tristan. He's like, Ooh, I like that one. I'm like, yes, she has a pulse and she's breathing. So she wins my level, maybe a little bit higher. <laughs> you know, it's true. That's why. <laughs> But um, mine, I have sometimes, uh, you know, a different tape. But you know what I'm saying is like right. we, we learned about each other and ourselves. I have never thought about that. Yeah. But you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. I haven't thought about it either because we're talking about it. Yeah, right now. that's really, really fascinating because, I mean, it's, it's a way to – it's a window into each other that we would not have but for the fact that we're having sex with other people. Right. Like, How cool oh, is that? Yeah. Like, hey, I really liked it when this happened. Can you try this too or – Oh, I didn't like it when they did this. Make sure that you do it the way that you do it because I love it the way that you do it versus, you know, this other person who doesn't know me well enough to know that I like this particular style or whatever. But yeah, I think we did yeah. learn. So that, that makes us better at reading each other. Oh, by far. But it also makes us better at reading our, our new partners. That's true too. Ooh. Our partner, our, you know, our new playmate, our long-term partners, but then oh. also our partners du jour. True. All of that's true, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a win-win, win-win-win, win-win. Win-win-win. And then, win. then you might even have sex at the end. Yeah. And then there's more winning. <laughs> with us. Maybe you do. <laughs> maybe you don't. We always have sex with each other. That's the but, VIP yeah. treatment, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, that's what I, I think that's what I would say to, to people who are thinking about it is if you're thinking about it and you're scared and you're nervous and it's you're like everybody else, like, oh, my God, what is this going to do to our relationship – just be open, 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 and then say, I'm nervous about what this is going to do our relationship because hiding that kind of stuff is what's going to cause the problem. So don't hide those things, but then talk about it and say, well, then what can we do to make sure that we don't do with that? So if we cross this threshold, let's stop. We have to, but you have to be honest and true to each other and say, yeah, I mean, if it's, if we've got to stop, we've got to stop or whatever that looks like. Or, yeah, yeah, because maybe, and maybe the answer is you don't do this. Right. Uh, and right. for a lot of couples, that is the answer. I, we've met couples that yeah. are like, they are, their, their soul bag is just voyeurism. They tried it. They didn't like do it, but they love being around the people. Because guess just what? We watch. are. It's fun. We are fun people. Yeah. 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 I mean, the lifestyle people. No, no. Besides no, just I'm, us. I'm I mean, saying we you know, are I'm, fun I'm, too. The, the collective communal we <laughs> yes. in our lifestyle. Yeah. You know, it's it's a we're a fun group of people. Yeah. Yeah. 
So that's what I would say. Use your resources, use your tools. There's tons of websites, there's podcasts, there's books. We have resources. Everybody has resources. Find the resources that work for you and speak to you. If it's not us, that's fine. Find somebody that does speak to you because they are out there. Try different events. Go to some meet and greets. We're going to a meet and greet tomorrow night here in Florida that is just a meet and greet. There's no place to have sex. So guess what? There's no pressure. You can't. You cannot do it. It's at a bar. It's at a it's at a regular vanilla bar that they are taking over for a few hours. So there's no playrooms. You're not going to be able to fuck on the sofas. There's nothing. It is literally you are going to meet other people in the lifestyle. There's a beauty about that sometimes. Like, you know, I don't have to worry. I don't have to, you know, and if we meet somebody, that's great. We can set up a, a time to meet another day, you know. So I like those things. You can go to those. Just go and not even talk to anybody. Just go and see what it's like, you know? I mean, there's so many things that are like that that are out there that people don't realize that they don't have to dive in. They don't have to do it. They can be on the outskirts until you're comfortable. Or fuck it, dive in and see what happens. Talk to people, you know? That's what I would say. Absolutely. Any other fancy closing remarks there? I don't. I, I neither have fancy closing remarks <laughs> or plain closing remarks other than I think we're about done here. I think so too, yeah. <laughs> No, I just, I just am passionate about people finding the courage to, yeah. to talk about it. You don't have to try it, but at least talk about it because yeah. it will, it, if there's something that you're thinking about, it's only going to hopefully make your sex life yeah. sexier. Life is, life is short. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so anyways, that's us. That's a recap. That's 50.1 episode. Pod- <laughs> that was our 50th. This is our 50th podcast, babe. That's, that's that's a lot. For, it is a lot. And and it's been and thank you all you listeners. Thank you. It is because of you that honestly we are still doing this. I am not kidding. It's a lot of work and it's a lot of time and it's a lot of investment. Time and money and things that people just don't understand. And what our reward is, is being able to know when we get these questions that come to us, oh my God, people actually listened and thought about this and what it means for them. And it's took important. the time they to don't, reach out. Right. And took the time because there's nobody else they can talk to. That's why we do this. Yeah. We do this because we know we can reach out and we can tell you the ways that we screwed up. We can tell you all of these things. So, um, so it's, it is something that we're passionate about and <laughs> shit, yeah. it's, you know, it's, we never thought we would be here doing this. Here we are 50, 50 episodes later. We're getting ready to hit a major milestone in our downloads. We're going to be doing some live streams this year. We're going to be traveling even more this year. Just when you think things are calming down, things get even more exciting. So it's just fucking awesome. I can't wait. I know. Yeah. yeah. I, this, 2024 is going to be an amazing year, and I, I just can't wait. Yep. So everybody who's listening... If you want to meet us, join us, be with us, we would so love to meet you. Join us at Caliente at the end of this month. Join us um, in Hito at Hito in June. Join us at Nuaria, New Orleans at the end of June. Maybe even hoping to announce that we'll be traveling somewhere in the Northeast uh, at the end of the summer, beginning of the fall. Try and do some extra things. And so we'll be traveling around. We'll probably be back up north in the fall also i think so yeah pay attention to our travel calendar on our website mm-hmm. uh, www.accidentalswingers.com mm-hmm. and we are keeping that up to date yes and filling it in again yeah <laughs> when there's stuff to fill in yes like yeah, tomorrow we, we, like I, there was is tomorrow on that on the um i don't think it is yeah i don't know we're yeah. going to an eye candy uh party yeah yeah, at just... one of our favorite, we so Blur is a, a nightclub in Dunedin, Florida. That actually, that's where we went yeah, on our very, very first. That's how, yes, the very first date with the, with our first couple. That's right. That's right. That's how they. Thought that was date we, number one. They thought we were in the lifestyle because we was talked it, about yes yeah. at Blur. Was we were Blur? at Blur. They took yeah. us there because they were like thinking that we would enjoy the very. It's a very eclectic, yeah. very open, very alternative friendly. Dance club. Exactly. Well, alternative friendly enough that they're hosting an eye candy yeah. event tomorrow yeah. night. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh my I forgot God. about that. Oh yeah. my God. That that's is... where we first went to. And that's with and them. we're at our and we're at our six year anniversary. Wow. Basically. Serendipity. Yeah, that is. 
Yes, because, yeah, because then our sec because then our second that date was with, actually the first one before this. That's the what I'm saying. Yeah, you're right. That's what I'm saying. That, yeah. That's the one that kind of triggered something in their mind that we might be open to it. That's and then right. the and second date was when we went down to St. Pete. That's right. And wound that up was at the hot uh, car date. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. that was yeah. that was the Latin club. That's right. Uh, so ceviche, be... which is now La Canta or El Canta. But yeah, and then yeah, all right. Yeah, so, that wow, is... it's all coming circular. I know that's crazy. If you want to go, if you ever want to show up to Caliente or you show up any place that Tristan and I are, and if you come up to us and say, oh my God, or even let us know that you're coming, we will take you by the hand, almost quite literally, welcome you into the fold, introduce you to everybody that is standing around us that we can introduce you to and make you feel at home and comfortable in wherever we are, because that's what it's about. We will just, that's what we want to do is just make people feel comfortable. So don't hesitate to to come and join us and meet us and and you have instant friends already. We promise. Yes. We promise we'll be your friends. Yes. <laughs> you will already know us and you guys know us already. Our stories will be old. You'll be like, we know, we heard <laughs> it. He was big. He was huge. We get it. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get bored with us, but that's okay. Then you can introduce us to uh, you introduce us to your new friends that you make. Yeah. I don't know. Perfect. Uh, whatever. Listen, that's it for us. Let's right, go. Let's, let's go. go. We're going to be back in a couple of weeks with another episode. We'll be back. If you want to do the the live events about going to Nadia New Orleans, check out our socials for that. And we will be back with a big live stream in March. Mm-hmm. That's a major milestone yes. for us that we'll be talking about. It has to do with our podcast as well, but we'll be doing our second live stream for that. And we promise that our audio will be, we'll be better. better, although it'll only be our second one. So we can't, we can't promise no technical difficulties, but in the meantime, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for letting us get to 50 episodes. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you for your emails. Thank you for your um, DMs and messages that say, are you guys okay? Are you still going to do a podcast? And I write back and go, yeah. Thank you for all of that because of you guys. It's kept us going. And and truly, uh, we keep doing this because we love it, um, because you guys love it. So thank you. We're here because of you. For sure. I just got a little emotional. I know you did. I can tell by looking at you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Good night, everybody. All right. Good night, everybody. Bye. Love this episode of The Accidental Swingers? Pop on over to your favorite podcast platform and subscribe to our show. And while you're there, you can leave us a review. You can also visit our website, accidentalswingers.com, to get show notes, read our blog, or find out about our next adventure. Join us next time and listen along as we bumble our way through this adventure that we call The Lifestyle.